welcome to Four Guys in a Comic. There's gentlemen callers, and then there's these fine geek specimens. Here are your hosts, Red, Rusty, Tap, and Nova. Welcome to Four Guys in a Comic. It's time for these four fun-filled fanatics to frolic through the wonderful world of comics. Guys, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, everyone. How's everyone doing? Howdy! First of all, I don't frolic. I charge. Full sprint. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I'm it's been a busy thing. week for us. It, it, you have to agree with me. It's been really, really super busy for four guys. It has. Very much I so. Mean, I mean, we, I think it's time we kind of threw everything out there to our listeners, what's been going on. And, Tap, I'll tell you what, why don't you take it away? What's, 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 what's some of the stuff that's been going on that you've been working on? Well, um, I'm excited to say that we have a new uh, affiliate uh, with Four Guys in a Comic, um, Comic Bento. So if those of you are not familiar with Comic Bento, what Comic Bento is, is it's a blind box uh comic book service it's much like loot crate uh one up you know the collector court much like all that it's a blind box service but they ship to you um every month over 50 dollars worth of trade paperbacks now there's different price points and things like that it starts off at 20 dollars for like if you do month to month but then if you subscribe for guaranteed months obviously it goes lower much like those services do um, if you do live in canada like our good friend nova or south of the border well unfortunately you're can't really participate it is u.s only um which is i know a little bit of a bummer for some people but they do have um we do have a special link though that we're gonna throw in here um it'll be on the podcast it's on our facebook it's gonna be in youtube it's it's everywhere okay it's easy to find it's on our twitter feed um and if you go onto that um and click that link and you subscribe to comic bento through our link you're also gonna get an extra 15 percent off your very first month purchase so when you subscribe, you're going to get 15% off. Um, and every month, you know, like I said, it's a blind box. It's usually from the unboxing videos I've seen. It's about four trade paperbacks a month uh, from all different publishers, everywhere from DC Marvel all the way down to Archie. I mean, they got everything. Uh, it's a really good service, though. I personally subscribe, so I will be doing an unboxing video uh, when I get mine. I ordered August too late, so I won't get mine till the end of September. Um, but... I will be doing an unboxing video for that when I get mine as well. So that's pretty darn exciting that they've partnered up with us. So that, that kind of made me happy to see this week. Um, let's see. What else have we got going on? We got new YouTube videos out that people need to go check out because that's always fun. Um, yeah, I've been reading a lot of... I know Nova wanted me to mention the goon, the hardcover. He is kind of happy about that one. I'm just happy about the <laughs> the change of lifestyle that I've basically thrust upon a few people. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy collecting the hardcovers. I recently got volume one of the hardcover um, from uh, I purchased online, and it's absolutely phenomenal. So stay tuned for some YouTube videos for that as well. Um, and then also uh, Ken Marcus from uh, Superhuman Resources. As you guys probably know, I did a YouTube video for that. If you haven't seen it, go check it out because it's awesome. Um, well, Mr. Ken Marcus decided to uh, utilize one of the quotes from the video uh, for advertisements for his upcoming trade paperback for Superhuman Resources. Um, so be on the lookout for that. That's kind of exciting for us. It's the first time we've been quoted in something, to my knowledge at least. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that's been a really good time too. 
So that's what I got. Rusty, I know wow. you've got some exciting news as well. I know I'm not the only one to, to be all geeked out this week. So what do you have for us, good sir? Okay, so recently um, I was asked for information for myself to possibly appear on a Dallas Arts Council uh, comic book panel. And, I mean, it was really random. I will say this. I, it happened while I was buying beer. Go figure. And um, the owner of the beer shop just so happens to be on Art Council for Denton. And um, he said that they were looking for uh, writers, artists, just people in the industry or have something to do with the industry. And he was like, you seem like you might have some of the credentials. Uh, so, you know, let me know. Like, just I'll ask you for your pro later and uh, we'll get together. And I didn't think anything of it at first until I got a text. First, I got a Facebook message asking for my phone number from a guy who worked there who's a friend of mine. And then later that night, I got a text in the middle of the night just being like, hey, what's your information? What's the name of the podcast? Who have you interviewed that's uh, big and stuff? And then all of a sudden, I don't know. I was like, OK. But what I mean, like in the middle, it was like midnight. It was kind of <laughs> random. And I was just like, OK. And so I sent that all out. And I think he's pro- writing a proposal for me to appear on the uh, panel, which – I'm all for it. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm not going to be sitting there and it's going to be like uh, people that are just like 40 times more knowledgeable and are more important than me. And I'm just going to be the random guy on the end. But um, Rusty, it seems like an like, exciting opportunity. Or it might be the opposite. You'll be the guy that everybody else is looking to like, oh, he talks to who? Yeah, that could be. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think it's going to be really funny, though. No, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I really don't wish this upon you. I was just saying it would be kind of funny, though, if uh, – you get up there and you're just like, all these people are going off and you're just like, I like cosmic. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I've read half of Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, the one thing that I'm like dreading is going to be like, so what do you think of Kirkman ending Invincible? Have you read it? And I'm no, like, like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I've read some like, no. of it. No, but I've been reading Hyperion, which has been pretty <laughs> neat. <laughs> Let me tell you about these carnies. <laughs> it was a little risque recently, I thought. Yeah. But, Rusty, I, that is cool news. That is very it really cool news. Is. Is so very we'll get cool. some uh, four guys in a comic on a publicity on a panel. That's going to be awesome. That would be sweet. That should be cool. That and all the great stuff happening with Pop Nerd and stuff. I mean, you, we are getting posted on there now every Tuesday um, by our editor, Sierra, who also does the Facebook for us um, and takes care of all the reviews for us on there, which if you didn't know, you can always go and check out Comic Reviews Daily on our Facebook page. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be released on uh, popnerdtv.com, who we've been doing stuff with for a long time, and I, I work for, and Red's done stuff with us now and everything else. Um, but it, it's, I mean, it's cool. Lots of opportunities for four guys coming up. Yeah, very cool. Absolutely, yeah. So Nova, you have some stuff too. Oh well, yeah. I mean, we're talking about opportunities here, and you know, like Rusty mentioned, we do reviews on Facebook. We have a great team of people helping us out and writing reviews for comics that they love or sometimes dislove. Um, and that basically has sort of opened doors and, you know, we've got uh, press with dark horse now aftershock comics recently, thanks to, uh, Mr. Tap. And of course, uh, you know, now we're just waiting for the, for the big red and white, uh, Marvel to sort of open the doors for us because from what I've seen, we, rev- our team reviews a lot of, 
uh, Marvel books. Yes, a lot did. of yes, Marvel books. And it would just increase even more if we, you know, had a little little pub- publicity relationship with the uh, folks at Marvel. Mm-hmm. But it has been a very fortuitous is that how you pronounce it <laughs> uh it has yes. been uh i developed a really fast tick um uh, it, it's been a really good time uh for to be a, a four guys in a comic member it has my, i mean it no, really i mean think about it just all of a sudden now we got dark horse aftershock dc image archie valiant idw publicities for all of them boom it's crazy. Just, miss, just missing the one yeah, we got. Boom. I know, I know. You know, now we got we got our T-shirts out there. Anybody needs a four guys in a comic T-shirt? You know, you hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever we can get you hooked up with a shirt. Um, we got our telephone number now. We got six eight two four two two six six four two, or an easy way to remember six eight two four comic. Call in now, leave a message, and you can get that posted onto a podcast. And you know, speaking of Twitter, we've had uh, quite a few new uh, followers, some celebrity followers. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, David Michael Latt from Z Nation, Mega Shark. No, Mega Shark oh. is on uh, Netflix, I, I believe. Like, you know, Rusty yep. knows Mega Shark. Yeah, on, yep. <laughs> he yeah. loves B movies. Yep. Yes, I do. I was about to say, there's a lot of shark movies popping up on he, uh, I don't know. And Mega Jaws shark, is the big one coming shark. up next one. Sand yeah. shark. He, <laughs> yeah, he does He does uh, zombies, Z Nation, Sharknado, and Mega Shark. Sharknado. Yeah. You know what? Well, that guy actually followed me recently on Marvel Rant Alex, and he followed Sierra, too on hers so i'm wondering if he's just following through like all right four guys pop nerd nerd portal full circle yeah or, or you know he, he looks like, to see who I we're following be on these shows i want to be interviewed to discuss my awesome b movies it might just be that so we may have to reach out to him let's see who else is following us we have joe calm a keynote speaker and new york times best-selling author He's given us uh, some love, as well as B. Claymore's now following us at Four Guys in a Comic on Twitter. Hey, and, what's up, yeah. B? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, we have uh, Warren Whitlock, another keynote speaker, an IBM futurist, an influence expert, radio host, author, and so on and so forth. He's following us now. And the one that I thought very interesting just from yesterday is Susan Bennett, the voice of Siri. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Yeah, the voice of Siri is now falling. As soon as I actually saw that, I tweeted to her, and I think I said something like, thanks for the follow. You keep me company when I'm at work, and my phone just randomly starts speaking to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> did that happen to anyone else? Does your phone, for those of you yes. who have iPhones? Oh, my God. Okay, just I did. It, it, it happened to me last night. I, I was sitting down for dinner, and as I, so I was sitting down, I had my phone in my pocket, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm sorry, Red Skull. I, what, what, something like, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I was like... And my kids are looking like, and I'm like, what, huh? It, so only, ask, so, it only happens to me when I'm at work. It's so weird. It'll just well, randomly pop up and just say, like, I'm sorry, what were you searching for? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? No, leave me alone, Siri. So they're, uh, uh, they're, they're tracking your uh, your work habits and what you're doing at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's boring. So all four it. of us have iPhones, correct? No, no, no I don't an have Android an iPhone. Boy. No, He's also no, from oh. Canada. <laughs> So, if you guys ever have a superior phone anyway, go he on. He has right. the Canadian iPhone, the Android. 
So at least for for Rusty and Tap, do you guys have your phone set up to you know to play with you know as a, this a tap or anything like Whoa, that? Oh, is this going to be an explicit podcast? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> let me see. Okay, I got I got my Siri out. Let me see. I here. don't let me, let me... use it that much, so I don't have it so like it greets me or anything. I don't think nope. anyway. Okay, I got my. I Siri. don't really talk to it at all. Let's see. Here we go. I'll talk to mine. Siri, whose phone is this? I believe this iPhone belongs to Red Skull. Nice. Yes. And I, I, I talk to Siri sometimes, especially with the kids. We just ha- sit down. We have some fun. You know, you tell me you guys never do that. Maybe I've, when I first got yeah, it. Yeah, I did when I first got it. I don't know. Some like I've tried, but it seems like they've cut out a lot of the funny business. Like the stuff that used to be kind of fun, like, yeah. you know, three, four years ago. Seems almost like they've cut some of it out, I thought. Like yeah, how much I've... wood could a woodchuck yeah, chuck? Yeah, exactly. Wood? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hang on, let me see. Siri, who does this phone belong to? I don't know who this iPhone belongs to. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, oh, doesn't even, Siri doesn't even know me. Wow. Oh, Wait, that, you was need the, to... that was a different voice. Whose voice was that? You got the Australian one, don't you? Oh, I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. Let's well, see. you guys, you tap, you clearly need to have some late long late night talks with siri maybe that's why siri pops up at work because she's like hey uh you don't she's really miss you yeah. <laughs> what happened to the old days when you first had me? <laughs> it's gonna be like you don't movie. talk to me anymore it's like is this what marriage feels like it's getting jealous yeah She'd what about like, you rusty do you ever yeah. ask siri anything no, but I will ask her something right now. Can yeah. you imagine you try calling your wife and Who's she's like, I will not let you call. Hold on. I'm Siri, Ooh. your virtual assistant. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, wh- whose phone does this belong to? Whose phone does this belong to? Jesus, Rusty. Well, she's not going to answer that. Who owns this phone? Who owns this phone? I don't talk to her enough. Yeah, okay. So how do I change it? I'm trying to figure it out right now. How do I do this? This iPhone belongs to the Rusty Surfer? Sorry, Red Skull. I can't do that. (laughs) How do I do that? Oh, man. Siri, what is my address? Here's your address. Oh, it's, uh, oh, I he's like, no, well, well, okay, okay, send okay, a box okay. of poop to Red Skull. Okay. Here's your chance. Okay, I got it. I got a question for it. I got a question for it. Siri, what can I do to make four guys in a comic podcast success? Interesting question. Red Skull. Four for guys in a comic book and podcasts. A rusty surfer, Alex Thompson to read. More invincible. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Opinion. <laughs> oh my, oh my god, gosh. that is classic. See, even awesome. Siri called you out to read more Invincible. Dang. Oh, well, Rusty. I'm through that first classic. volume. <laughs> Guys, it is time to have a little bit more fun. What do you say? Yeah, no, that was like, awesome. Do it. Yeah. I think it is time we do some contests. It's been a while. It's been it a has, while. it has. Yes, and for you listeners out there, basically what it is is I'm holding a contest, and for these three guys are fighting hard to win a what? What is that again? Oh yes, an Amazing Spider-Man issue number three hundred. Question is, who's going to win? Hopefully, I come back uh, from uh, the pack again. 
Yeah, I know. Nova's been kicking our ass lately. Let's not. No, we got we got to do some uh, some uh, catching up. Yes. Most indubitably. I got to tell you, I don't have the points in front of me at this moment, but I do know that it was Nova, Tap, and Rusty in order. Correct. I think Nova. I think I'm ahead yep. by Rusty by like three or four, and Nova's yeah. ahead of me yeah. by like four or something like that. I got it all here in the database, but uh, tell you what, guys. Let me say we start Battle the Geeks and have a little bit of fun. Who would like to go first tonight? I'll go first. All, all right, right. Rusty. So this is the time when Rusty's going to stay on with me and Tap and Nova are going to take off their headphones. I'm going to play and with I'm... Siri. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. And all right. So it's just the two of us, Rusty. Hey. And I sent out some questions to the three of you earlier. And okay. I just need to know some answers from you, and each time you get one right, you get a point. Sounds good. All right, so I want to know what you think from Nova, what his top ten things he loves about or in the comic industry or comics itself. Okay. Do I have a time limit? Um, no, just go. You got right. there's ten things. You got ten. You can get uh, ten guesses. Okay. So. Guess one, indie comics. Believe it or not, he doesn't say indie comics. Is it like I guess it would be creator owned. No, he doesn't really put that in there either. Wow, really? Okay. Um, can we say? Um, it could be people too. So I guess um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Morrison. Yes, Grant Morrison, that is one thing he put on there. Okay. Um, is Superman on there? <laughs> Superman is not on there. Oh, okay. Um, is Image Comics on there? Yes, Image Comics is on there. Okay. Is DC Comics on there? It is not. Surprising. Okay. Um, is Hardcover comics yes hardcover collection yes that is okay um what i'm at seven now right yeah uh yeah you're starting your seventh guess okay yeah this is hard okay um what about is jason aaron on his list it is not believe it or not that's crazy okay um what about four guys in a comic no Oh, that's sad. It is. Okay. Um, and I guess my last guess... Is this my last guess? No, you have two more. Two more. Thank gosh. Um, <laughs> let's see. Is Batman on his list? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I don't know why I didn't just say that to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Got one more try here. Okay. You got Final four try. out of ten. Yep. Final try. Hopefully I can get this one so I can break at least half of it. What about uh, Blue Beetle? No. All right. Well, you got four for the things that he loves. You get to try again, though, for the things that he hates. Oh, do I? Yes. Okay, so things that he hates. Um, no, I have ten, right? Yeah. Okay, number one, um, reboots. Okay. Or number ones, right? Okay, renumbering. He put renumbering down. Okay. So I'll give you that. Okay, so that's one. Um, how about um, 
not replacement of characters, rather, but changing their origin? Um, no, that's not on there. Okay. Um, rebirths of characters. Like no. bringing a character back to life over and over again. No. No? Okay. Um, he hates Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. No. no. Oh, I shouldn't have wasted that one. Um, what about... Who else does he hate? Does he hate Liefeld? Yes. Liefeld. Okay. Um... Does he hate pouches? No, that's not on there. You got three more tries. Okay. Um, does he hate? This is hard thinking it of is. the other people hate. I know. We all love so much about comics. There's not much to hate. That's but so all these things is stuff that's come up. Does he hates waiting for an issue of a comic to come? Yes. Out? Yes. Okay. Um, I got one more, right? Uh, two more. Two more. Does he hate that Invincible is ending? He did not put that down. Okay. Um, what about does he hate disproportionate comic characters? Nope, he did not put that on there. Okay. All right. Well, that was for Nova. All right. So, why don't we go ahead and bring Nova on? Okay. Hey! 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 All right, Nova. So I asked you all earlier some questions, the top 10 things that you love about or in comics. What I want you to do is to tell me for Tap the top 10 things that he loves. Okay. And you have basically there's 10, 10 answers. You get 10 guesses. Right now, Rusty has seven points. And he and he guessed you. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Um, Joshua Williamson. That is not on this list. Oh, all right. Um, DC Comics. No. Spider Man. No. It's absurd. Invincible. No. Um, creative teams. No. Oh, this is tough. This is, it is I don't tough. Know, I don't know it's what's tough. on Tap's mind. Um, I'll see one of mine. Image Comics. Nope. All right. Well. It's all kind of stuff that we've talked about and things like that over time. Well, you know what? The longer I think about it, the more I th- know more of Nova's stuff now. And it's like, why didn't I think of it then? And that's going to happen to you too, Nova, after this is all done. Yep. Um, got four more guesses. Con- Constantine. No. Supernatural Sorry. stuff. Man, he did not put that down either. Two more. The goon. Nope. All right. Well, this is one more. (laughs) (laughs) Boobs. Like, I didn't get anything for his uh, for the things that he loves. How about the things that he hates? Same thing again. Ten answers he gave me. Uh, You get ten guesses. Tell me about the things that he does not like. Um, reboots. No, it's not on that. Waiting for issues. No. Um, 
I'm just I'm just gonna say some of my guesses because I think they're universal. Um, I guess not. Rob Liefeld. No. All right. Well, we oh, need to have a serious sit down with Pap. Yes, we do. I guess so. <laughs> I got right, your um, Rob Liefeld comment. I was happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um. All right. Um. Series getting canceled. Hmm. No. What the hell? <laughs> I really need to know what's on this list now because I, I don't know what goes through this guy's mind. Um. Prices. Yes. There we go. All right. Well, that's a good round. Uh, I got a few more guesses. Uh, you got five can, more. See what I could conjure up here. Um, bad art. Correct. All right. Bad writing. Correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, young Bloods. No. <laughs> you got two more guesses. All right, two more guesses. Um, uh, advertisements. No. One more. Uh, Humberto Ramos. Nope. All right. All right. Well, you got three. All right. Well, let's bring Tap on. See how well he knows me. Oh, no. How well he knows you. Yes. As you know, I sent uh, y'all a message earlier. The top ten things you love and the top things you hate. Yep. Well, I had Rusty try to guess Nova. He got seven points. Oh, wow. Nova tried to guess you. He got three points. I need to have a chat with you, man, because that was just... There's just some questions I got. <laughs> so the question for you, Tap, is how well do you know me? What you have? I've got ten uh, answers for the top ten things that I love about or in comics. You get ten guesses. Go ahead. Uh, the art. Um. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Uh, the writing. Correct. I mean, those have got to be it in everybody's. I think. Um. All right, I, I said this on one of mine, and so I'm going to say this on yours as well. Uh, the smell of the paper. Yes! Yes! Yeah! It's so true. That's Nobody, my number two. Yeah, my Nova number two. didn't even respond to me last night when I told him I love the smell of the goon. <laughs> he just ignored me. I thought you were a goon when you said that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just wait, just wait till you see the video. I even mentioned it in there. Um, Boy. What else? Um... the way that a story art can make you feel good, bad, or otherwise, um, like the feelings it invokes. No. Really? Really. Um, the texture of the book. No. You got five more guesses. I don't even know. I was having a hard time coming up with these answers myself, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, creative teams. No. Discovering new books. New no. titles, whatever. No. The hunt for books. You're a hunter. You like going to comic shops and hunting. No, I did not put that down, but now that you said that... <laughs> Damn. But it did not make my top ten, huh? 
Uh, you got uh, two more guesses. Fuck, I don't know. Um, podcasting. That's what I said. Yes. In my mind. All my right. Number one. That's what I said. Woo! Number one was podcasting. And um, honestly, I don't know. The only other thing that I can think of that I actually use for myself too is just like the people that I've met through comic books. Like, yes. Yeah. Correct. Yep. The people. All right. All right. So now you've gone through my top favorites. How about the things that I hate? And you get same thing. Ten um, choices. You got uh, uh, ten guesses. All right. Uh, much like I said, I think on mine is that it's a it's a double edged sword. Um, so I'm just going to go with that mindset and say once again the art. Um, I did not put that down. The writing. <laughs> did not put that. Well, you know what? I'll the, give that. The, the way it uh, makes yeah, the you bad, feel. The way it can like piss you off because you're like, oh, that was bad so stories. I put yeah, bad stories. Okay. So that's that's pretty much the same thing. Okay. I don't know. I couldn't even think of ten for myself. Um, once again, the people you meet through comic books. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I don't know. I really, I had a hard time with this myself. I couldn't even come up with ten. So you got six more guesses, or are you just going to concede? I'm going to concede because I had a hard time with this one myself. There's not really right. a lot that I hate. It's a double-edged sword on a lot of these. All right. Well, you got six. So this round goes to Rusty. He got seven points. Tap got six. What? And Eva got three. I guess I'm Ooh. the one that listens the most. Well, I gave up. <laughs> I said six guesses. I gave up. All right. Well, how about we're ready for round two? All right. All right. Who, who wants to go first with this one? I'll do it. All right. Tap. It's just you and I. We've got the other two guys off the phone. And uh, we're going to switch things up. I'm going to have you go through with Rusty. Okay. And tell me what you think his top five comic books are. Top five comic books? Yes. Okay. Now, the question Issues. Earlier, okay. I was like, the question is. So, did he do series or did he do issues? Issues, issues. Okay. Um, God, I don't know. I can only think of arcs. I'm gonna say, well, he's a big Venom fan, so Amazing Spider-Man 300. Oh my gosh, I just lost his thing. Oh, there it is. Okay, so nope, that is not in his top five. Seriously? Seriously. As a fan of Venom, that is just a disgrace. Um, okay, let's go with Amazing Spider-Man 361. No. God, three more, damn it, three more guesses. <laughs> You're supposed to be a symbiote fan. What is wrong with you? Um, I don't know. Like I know arcs, but I don't know like the exact issues for some of these. <laughs> Hyperion. He's mentioned th- these. He's mentioned these. Hyperion number one. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, I know like he loves like. In um, the Infinity Watch and and you know the Infinity Quest and stuff like that, but those are all arcs. Those aren't necessarily issues, and I don't know the exact issue. That's where I fail at this. Um, Think of Rusty Quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I've watched them. I'm trying to think. Like I said, like I know, I can name you the arc, but I can't tell you the exact. I don't know. Um. Silver Surfer number one. No. Got one more guess here. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet number one. No. See, I can name arcs, but I can't do exact stories. 
I don't think anybody's going to uh, name mine, so. We shall see. All right, why don't we uh, bring uh, Nova on? Nova! Hello? Hey, Nova. Well, you got your work cut out for you because Tap got a whopping zero points. <laughs> well, if, if I if I think I know where this is going and I think I know where this is going, I guarantee I will have zero as well. All right. Well, guess what? I'm going to have you name off my top five favorite comic book issues. All right. And you get those five issues. You get five guesses. Oh, my God. This... I said I can do right. arcs, but I can't do exact issues. Yeah, series would be... Okay. Um, I'll go with Walking Dead 100 as my first guess. Nope. Insane. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I did think uh, about it, though, but it did not make my top five. Um, uh, this is sort of a... This is sort of a... And I know I, I have you mentioned know, you know, every know, single one on... In the last month or two. Oh, well. Every single issue. So you have literally mentioned this series issue number to this. I, yes. It is one of my top ten, if top I five have, issues. I have mentioned them. The uh, I, I'm going to take you up on that because I do not believe that. All right. Um, uh, this hasn't come out yet, but Invincible 144, I'm sure, will be one of your top five. Ish- <laughs> that's, that's as good as my guesses will be. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Aloha Hawaiian Dick issue number four. No. I hate Fairyland issue number whatever the last one was. No. Two more guesses. Um, Black Monday Murders number one. I don't know. No. Yeah. That so. was good though. One more guess. It was good. Yeah. No, one more guess. Um, let's see. What have you reviewed recently? Those are as good as my guesses will be. When you hear uh, my list, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's right." Um, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, number one, something no. like that. All right, okay. so he didn't get anything either. I guess it's a little tougher than we I thought it would be. It is. If if we no one do, will like, get any points. Series, I think it would be. I, no one will get points. I think for sure. if Nova was doing me, I think Nova could have guessed one of them. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's bring Rusty on. Who should we have Rusty do? Nova or Tap? No one will guess any of mine. 100% guaranteed. Yeah. I know it. If anybody just... guesses mine, I think Nova could have guessed one of mine, but that would have been it. Well, Other than that, I'm going to have... Shocked. Well, Rusty's already did Nova's top tens, so we're going to have him do yours tap this time. So let's bring uh, Rusty on. Rusty, are you on? I'm right here. Oh, well, guess what, man? You got you got a, a lot of work cut out for you. Why is that? Because both tap and Nova got zero points. <laughs> Really? And really? I guarantee oh, you will get zero get points. Zero too, yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So all you got to do is tell me Taps' top five favorite comic book issues. Issues? Issues. This is really hard. That's what I uh, Okay. So do I have to name like... And okay. the issue number. Title of the series and, and the issue number. Issue number. And I want to say I'm okay. disappointed in you, Rusty. Why? Because I had to do yours, and I thought you'd be a big symbiote fan. And yeah, I'm disappointed in your. I don't even know what you picked, but I didn't get any of it right. Well, we'll go over all that symbiote issued in it. I'll say that, but yeah. All right, so you have five uh, guesses because there's five answers. Okay. Um, Invincible number one. Nope. Uh, Guess a tap. 
Yes. Okay. Um, Hellblazer number one. Nope. Three more guesses. This is going to be... I don't know. Um, Trying to think of things that you've read that I know you really, really like. And then I'm trying to think of significant things that have happened in it. Green Lantern 48. No. Two more guesses. How about... Rebirth number one. Nope. One more guess. <laughs> um, this is hard. This is so hard. Oh my gosh! How well um, do our listeners and our own and each other know know each other as well? No. Um, I know Toe is going over there. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I don't know. Nail biter number one. No. All right. So nobody got a point, any points for that round. So we're on our last round. Uh, Nova, you're going first this time, bud. All right. All right. So, Nova, out of the three of us, I will let you pick who you'd like to try to guess for the top five villains. I'll go with Rusty. Rusty. All right. So five villains, five guesses. Let me pull up his uh, list here and go for it. Uh, Thanos. No. What? The- wait, wait. Am I on the right person here? I hope oh, wait, so. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. That's that's your list. <laughs> oh, Oops. Goodness. Oops. Don't yeah. scare me like that. I know. Even I had to double check that one. All right. Yes. Thanos is his number one, obviously. Okay. Venom. Uh, correct. Um, Galactus. No. Doctor Doom. Yes. Uh, let's see. Let's more see. One more guess. Let's see. Uh, something cosmic, something cosmic up in space. Um, you know what? I'll just say who's up in space? Who's up there? Um, you know what? Uh, uh, carnage. Yes. Ah, there you go. You got four out of five. That's why I chose Rusty. I knew it would be so much easier than anyone else. All right. Well, why don't we bring somebody else on? No, they're both going in. Okay. All right. You both came on. I need one of you to duck out. Okay. You duck out because I went last last time. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rusty. So I'm going going to give, give you a choice. You can pick. Any of the three of us you would like to to guess on? Who do you like to guess on? I gave Noah a choice. He picked okay. you. Okay. I bet you he got all of them right then, didn't you? I got one wrong. I got, he I got get four one. out of five. Jeez. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Red Skull. All right. You're picking me. So let me pull up my list. Not like I don't know it, but make sure. Okay. So you have, I have five villains. You have five guesses. Good luck, brother. Okay. Uh, Red Skull. Yes. How would you yeah. guess? <laughs> that a, that's such a surprise. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, um, shoot. Why did I just blank on his name? Um, from The Walking Dead with Lucille. Um, uh, are, you, are you thinking of Negan? Yeah, Negan. Nope, not on my list. What? Okay. <laughs> that is a big surprise to me. Okay. Um, who else is someone that you like a lot? That's a villain. Um, 
I know three of the four that I have mentioned. I yeah, I'm sure. Um, super villain, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a guess, but I don't know it. It seemed. Uh, I don't know if you consider him a bad guy. I guess he would. I don't know. Okay. Um, Battle Beast. No. Okay. Got two more guesses. Well, Nova already beat me on this one. Dang. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Who's someone else? I'm only thinking indie people because that's all I ever think of you liking anymore. Believe uh, it or not, I have all. I have all. I've got uh, three different publishers down here. Oh, wow. <clears throat> um, Mark's dad. An invincible. No. No. Oh, one more guess. Um, it's gonna be sad if I only get Red Skull. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. Who else? I think I know the one you mentioned recently. Uh, how about Joker? Nah, no. Was Lex Luthor on your list? Yes, he is. Ah, Dang. So you remember yeah, I was debating if I should have went Batman or Superman. I, was there. I remember you mentioning it. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. So we have Tap. Come on over. Howdy, stranger. Hey. Hi. Well, well, Tap. Oh, what can I say? You're going to be guessing Nova this round. And right. as the points stand, Rusty got one point. Nova got four oh, out of five points. Let me guess. Rust, or Nova did Rusty. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm very vocal, Cakewalk. apparently. Yes, but you get to pick uh, Nova's for this one. So you got to tell me. You got five guesses. Tell me your, his five favorite <sighs> villains. I don't even know. Um, Sinestro. No. What? It, he, yeah, he is, he's got to be on there. I think. He's no. not on there? Uh-oh. Wait a minute! Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh, I was looking at the wrong list. Yes, Sinestro yeah. is one. <laughs> my, my 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 apologies. Okay, I was like, come on! I got four. I got four lists here, so it's easy to. I was know. like, come yeah. on! I okay. know for a fact he likes Sinestro. Um, you got to get a perfect score here, brother. I'm not gonna do it. Um, Joker. Yes. Two for two. Pressure. Um, yeah, and then, uh, now I'm at a loss. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Um, and actually, I think about this, Nova has mentioned all five of these villains. I don't know. Um, uh, reverse Flash. No. Well, there goes my score. Um, it's got a chance to tie. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, Atrocitus. No. One more guess. Um, Lex Luthor. No. Really? Brainiac. All right. Well, that round goes to Nova. Ew. 
Thank uh, you, Rusty. The yeah. Being yeah. so transparent. Which one? Okay, I want to know which okay. one he didn't get right. Yes. That's so I'm going to go through everybody's list for our listeners and for the, those of you here. And I will start off with Nova. All right. The 10 things that he loves. Variety. Unique storytelling. Grant Morrison. Long creator runs. The ending of Why the Last Man. Hardcover collections. Rogues Gallery. Batman. Sandman. And Image Comics. The things that he hates. Event overload. Renumberings. Waiting between issues. Bad art. Gimmick characters. Life field. Time travel. Ads. Which is probably why he's not pulling ads too often, huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) Too much editor. Interference. And texting. Yes, I hate the way that people text in comics just because it makes no sense to me with ah, numbers and single letters flying around. I should have I should have been more clear about it, but all right, well let's go to Taps top ten. And then we have the writing, the art, smell the paper, fill the book, the way a great story can make you feel. Friends of game from reading, discovering new artists, discovering new writers, comic book movie shows, and podcasting. His worst include the writing, the art. The movies and shows. I said it's the a ways... double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. And I understood what you meant by that. Uh, the way I feel after reading certain books, kind of continuity errors, not enough new characters, rehashing of old characters, and prices. Then for Red, we have my top ten things I love. This podcast, the old comic smell, surprise twists, longevity, great writing, great art. Conventions, the people, talking to favorite writers and artists, and finally cover art. The 10 things that I hate. Number one, Rob Liefeld. Increased prices, reboots, rebirths, uh, bad stories, damaged comics in my pull box, invincible ending, the Fury and Thor thing. <laughs> 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 yes comic-con prices and finally variant covers get so tired of variants and finally for rusty the top five, 10 that he loves are fights new characters cosmic <laughs> power continuity celestials badasses spawn creators and variants the top 10 he hates would be new creators occasional time travel unconfirmed yeah, bad artists, short runs, death, stereotypes, difficult people, randoms, and Tang. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Okay, that's where I, I was telling you earlier that it needed to be corrected. To I guess that, Yes, Tang. No, it was I okay. I don't like the astronaut drink. <laughs> as random as it is, my number 10 was supposed to be how soft Tang. they've made Eddie Brock lately. Well, not lately, <laughs> but he sees he sees Tang in a comic and just rips it up. How could you put Tang in my comic? It was supposed to be how soft Eddie Brock has been before Carnage right now. Tang came out. That's the autocorrect Tang. I don't know. I saw it today right before the podcast, and I was just like, what in the hell is that? Were you trying to text Reagan like, hey, give me some Tang? Give me some Venom Eddie Brock being soft lately. And then she responds back with, oh, you want Tang, honey? Okay. You're right home. Exactly. Hey, All right, what so, the fuck? let's go. Uh, it was a big mess up. Uh, it was. Where did Tang come 
I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know how it ask happened. Siri, ask Siri where Tang comes from. Siri, where does Tang come from? Checking my sources. Here's what I found on the web for what does Tang come from. Where does Tang Rusty and Tang. Tang. Continuing on. Rusty's top five comic issues are Infinity Gauntlet number four. I said number Silver one. S- Damn. Uh, one. Silver Surfer number 34. I said number one. Hell's <laughs> of Suspense number 178. Uncanny X-Men 131. Which I'm surprised you didn't get. Uh, in Generations number 13. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know issues like that. Unless it's something that I read, I don't remember issues. My brain doesn't work that way. Right. Red Skull's top five favorite comics is The Amazing Spider-Man Annual number five. Okay. And I've talked about that in the past. Captain America number one from 1941. Surprised we didn't. Some didn't get yeah. that. The Amazing Spider-Man number 197. Because it's the very first comic I remember buying. Invincible number 120. And Sergeant Fury number 13. And from there we go over to who's listed this? Tap. Tap's top five is What If Volume 2, issue number 29. First comic. That's the first comic <laughs> I know, ever right? bought. Yeah, the same. most random thing ever. I would first, have never guessed it's that. The first comic I ever bought. It has so much sentimental value. Same. That's the same with my Spider-Man. All right. Uh, so we have the Goon Rough Stuff. Uh, we have Batman number five. From Nova would have gotten from that one. Sixteen. Yep. We have a uh, Spectre number one. From the Ostrander run. Yep. And finally, Superhuman Resources. I would have guessed that one too. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay. Let's wrap it up here with Nova. And his top five is Animal Man number twenty-six. Daredevil, number 28. The Sandman, number 72. Why the Last Man, number 6. And Superman, annual number 11. If I had Nova, I would have said Animal Man, number 5, just due to the cover, but I would have yeah. been wrong. It was, a, it was a close tie. All right. And for our last segment, villains. Nova's top five villains were Doctor Doom, Sinestro, Joker, Darkseid. I'm surprised Side. none of you got Shredder. Shredder? Shredder. Really? Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned that. When did you mention a, Shredder? About two Shredder months ago. Yeah. We're, yeah. Talking, we're, we're talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where the hell was I? All right, tap your five favorite villains. The Joker, Doctor Doom, Venom, Riddler, and Reverse Flash. Very cool. Okay, so before we do mine, I want tap to try and guess mine, because you didn't guess mine, right? No, Nova did. Okay, let me hear your five. Uh, I don't know, Venom, Carnage, uh, Galactus, um, the Carney from Hyperion. (laughs) (laughs) Them Carnies. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And, uh, oh, Thanos, duh. Yeah, I was Thanos. about to say you didn't name no, the big no. one. I almost said Dark Side because I was thinking DC for a second. And then I was like, wait, no, who's the equivalent? I was like, oh, yeah, Thanos. <laughs> well, Thanos. here's what you would have gotten right. Go ahead and tell him, Red Skull. That would be Thanos, Venom, Magneto, Doctor Doom, and Carnage. Everybody had Doctor Magneto. Doom. Magneto. Nice. Well, awesome. I did not. <laughs> My uh, top uh, five <laughs> would be Red Skull's number one. Well, yeah. Number two, Thrag. Yeah. Who, who is guessing me again? Me. Rusty. 
Rusty. He did say, he did say Battle Invincible, Beast. Invincible, 120. Thrag and Battle Beast are fighting each other. Thrag won. Yeah. I said yep. Battle Beast, but I, know. I didn't think of Thrag. Number three would be Zoom. Okay. Uh, four is Lex Luthor. And one that I don't talk about too often, which is Baron Zemo, but Silver. I almost Baron said Zemo. Baron Zemo. I that thought was like you were going I was, to. No, like that was like on the tip of my tongue. I was like, I don't like because I thought you mentioned it before, like really yeah. early on yep. about it. But I mean, I ugh, that was on my so was Lex Luthor. But I went the Batman route instead of the Superman route. Yep. And I should have went Superman route. But no, Zemo, I was sitting there thinking that like the whole time. I was like, but it's probably not. But I think so. You almost said not. it too because I, I, I could swear I mentally heard you say <laughs> think it. I'm telling you. I was sitting there thinking Avengers, and he connects with Red Skull and Hydra. So I was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, guys, let's say we just kind of wrap things up a little bit and just quickly shoot out which each one of us have read and recommend to our listeners. Yay. All right. Um, tell you what, Nova, why don't you go first this time, buddy? Oh, boy. Well, oh, I got to follow up. <laughs> On last week, and uh, you know, Tap, you mentioned um, loving how comics make you feel, and I kept reading Scalp this week, and my God, um, that book is a roller coaster ride of emotion. Um, I I love Jason Aaron. I think he he's done amazing work on so many books, but Scalp is miles and miles ahead. It is his best work, hands down, um, compared to all the. Compared to all, yeah, all the I've read his Wolverine, his Ghost Rider, Wolverine and the X Men, Southern Bath, all this stuff, yeah, and Scalped is is leagues ahead. Even better um, than uh, um, Southern Bastards. Yes, wow. it is better than Southern Bastards. Looks like um, it, it is really good, and there's there's parts where I literally almost want to rip a page out because I'm so pissed at the at the the bad guy on that page, and I hate that he's there <laughs> and he's written it that way. Um, but there are also t- like every issue sends chills down my spine. There's so many twists and just amazing character moments. Uh, it's really good, and you get there's no way you can't be invested in that book if you read it. Um, so if you haven't read it, uh, the fifth deluxe edition did drop this week. So. If you're into hardcovers, you got money. Um, Scalped is a good place to go next, uh, especially if you like n- non-superhero books. Um, speaking of which, our resident non-superhero reader, now I guess, Mr. Red Skull. All right. Well, my read, I've, I've read actually quite a few comics this week, but the one that stands out that I cannot emphasize enough for you all to read is this one right here. Spawn okay. kills everyone. Oh. I was debating bringing yeah. that up today when it comes to my turn because I read it this week finally too. Yeah, awesome, isn't it? And literally, Spawn kills everyone. Um, I know I talked about it in uh, our the YouTube, but basically, a quick rundown: we have Spawn. He goes to San Diego Comic Con to help promote his movie. He gets there. He sees a line of cosplayers. Doesn't realize what cosplayers are. He thinks they're actual characters in line to go promote their own movies. He sees the Hulk, takes out the Hulk. He sees Deadpool. He kills Deadpool. In fact, he he puts a gun to Deadpool, and, and the guy in the Deadpool costume is like, that's a cool Nerf gun. What kind of uh, um, uh, Nerf bullets do you put in that? He's like, it's not about the bullets. The, the 
go into it. It's about what comes out and starts shooting this Deadpool guy up. He's like, now look, it's dead in a pool of blood. <laughs> you know, yep. just a lot of puns. Um, he's really he kills everybody. He gets up to the top, one of the top floors. The room is filled with Negan, Michonne, and a bunch of walkers. He's like, "Oh no, I better take out this uh, um, horde of walkers before they um, eat my uh, fellow fans, and they won't see my movie." So he kills all these cosplayers for The Walking Dead. Um, gets up there, and of course, who would be there to give out first prize? But other than Todd McFarlane. And he sees Todd, and uh, Todd is like, oh, my gosh, that is the best costume ever. Um, everything is wonderful. And Spawn is like, this is not a costume. Look, I'll take my hood off. He takes his hood off, and there's his, you know, his messed up face. And Todd is like, oh, my gosh, look at that, a mask under the mask. And Spawn gets pissed and basically is like, that's it. You know what? You're a crappy writer. You're a crappy artist. Even your toys suck. There's nothing good about you, Todd McFarlane, and I'm just going to kill you. And he kills Todd McFarlane in the end. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of little things in between, but it was a, such a fun read. I recommend it to everybody out there. Rusty, I know you have some opinions on it. Okay, I was going to say, uh, there's two things I'm surprised you didn't bring up. One oh is the, yes, the Red Skull yes, yes, Donald Trump that. thing. Yes, they that even made it into oh, like national news yes, with like CNN yes. and stuff, and how they're like, "Well, oh, comic creator takes shot at a uh, presidential candidate," and it's just yes. like, "Oh my God, it's a comic book. Calm down." I forget <laughs> that. So here he is in the cosplay line. You have somebody dressed up as Red Skull, somebody dressed up as Donald Trump, and Spawn decapitates both of them and switches the heads on each other. And it like, was this seems about awful. right for a comic book. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. How can I forget that? But yeah, yeah that and then you uh, also forgot another big one is um, right before he gets on stage, he meets Venom face to face. And that's cool because, you know, the transition to Spawn was right after Venom. So it's like, this is what I created here. This is what I have now. And it's like his two creations basically coming together. And uh, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed the comic. Like you said, it was a fun read. Uh, one of the funniest parts was Hulk whenever he just, like, falls on top of him. And he's like, you got a nice belly like I do. Or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, what was that line he said in there? I got to pull that out real fast because it was absolutely hilarious. Um, bear with me a second. Uh, oh, here he goes. So Spawn says to the cosplayer in Hulk costume, he's like, Cripes, they must have both Ed Norton and Mark Rufio stuffed under that all that green makeup. <laughs> but there's so much more. I didn't spoil it all. Guys, check it out. It is really, really fun. Tom McFarland did a great job making fun of his creation as well as himself. Who wants to go next? Tap. So, aside, actually, we've had a week off of Rebirth due to it being a fifth Wednesday, so I don't have any of that to report. Uh, but something I did want to kind of, kind of touch on in the beginning, but I really kind of want to dive in here a little bit more, was uh, The Goon. All right? Ooh. Now, I was about 17 years late to this, all right? Um, I recently got The Goon Volume 1 Library Hardcover Edition through Dark Horse. And uh, I knew that You're it welcome. was... Yes, thank you. I knew that it was... <laughs> It had comedy bits, and I knew that it had supernatural stuff, and I'm a fan of both, so combine them together sounds like something that is going to be right up my alley. Um, but I finally got around to reading it, and oh, man, it is amazing. Um, 
I kind of told Nova yesterday, like, this is, like, definitely in one of my top five all-time series, uh, is this book. Now, I read the Goon Rough stuff, like, a few years ago, which is why it was in my, because it was my introduction to the Goon. Um, but I haven't actually read much more than that. So, uh, yeah, holy crap, Eric Powell and the Goon is amazing. I've actually now got, um, recently purchased, uh, Volumes 2 and 3 of the Library Hardcover of the Goon. Volume 4 drops in October, so I will be getting that one as well. And, yeah, I'm very excited for those shipments to come in. And uh, I'm, I'm taking a, a, a page from Nova, and instead of collecting single issues-ish, um, I'm going to be uh, collecting a little bit more of the hardcovers. So, it's... Uh, I was shocked at actually how much I enjoyed a hardcover. I always thought, oh, I'm all single issues, I'm always going to be single issues. Um, and for the most part, I mean, there's a few series I'm going to keep single issues, but man... The rest of these, I'm going to start collecting hardcovers. The Goon, by far, though, fantastic. You can pick it up real cheap online. It's surprisingly cheap. Even the normal price is surprisingly cheap for what it is. Yeah. Uh, but it's ginormous, oversized books that are just, oh, my God, and they smell good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the smell. I don't know. I love the smell of comic in the morning. Yeah, I, I feel you. It. It's no, I, I totally understand. Okay, this morning I took my engagement photos or whatever, and we used comic books in it. And I pulled out the Spider-Man wedding issue, and we opened it up, and I was just like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so 1987 good goodness it. smell right there." Yeah, there's just something mm -hmm. about it. I don't know what it is. So. Yeah, anyways, you guys are probably going to hear me going off about the goon for a while. Because um, I just ordered all of the He's goon. not the Hulk, though, right? No. no. The goon is great. I'm actually really... One I've been trying for a while now to try to get Eric Powell on the show. Um, so hopefully that can come to fruition at some point. But, that would be nice. Yeah. The goon is super fantastic. If you guys like comedy, if you like horror, put them together. It is the perfect book. And then I also picked up... Um, Hellboy Volume 1 and 2 uh, Library Collector's Edition, which I'm really excited for because I've never actually read much Hellboy. I've seen the movies, seen the animated, things like that, which got me interested into the character, but I've never actually read it. So talking with Nova over the weekend about hardcovers and whatnot, since he's our resident hardcover collector, um, he talked me into it, and I said, you know what? All right, I'm going to go out and do it. I'm going to buy it. I was going to get Hack Slash because I absolutely love Hack Slash. But it's a little too graphic, and I don't want my kids accidentally finding it. So I think I'm going to hack slash. I'll have to do digital. But mm -hmm. yeah, one of my favorite parts of the goon is Frankie. Yes, I just think he Frankie's is great. hilarious. Some of the stuff he says is just great. It's just so well written. The art is amazing too. I just it, it's it is it's won a lot of awards, and I five Eisner's. Yep, he's won I five Eisner awards. Absolutely so. deserved. All right. Well, Rusty, what do you got for us this week? Okay, guys. So, you know, of course it's going to be Marvel. Even though I did read Spawn and I was thinking about talking about Spawn, but Red Skull took it Sorry. From me. It's okay. We still got to talk about it anyway, and I'm cool with that. It's, Beyond... Uh, we had a Venom Space Night, did we not? Yeah, but I haven't picked up comics from Wednesday yet. So what it's hell, man? I was yeah. so jazzed for it. Yep, 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 yep. So I'm I sorry I can't give you Venom. Hyperion doesn't come out yet. Uh, Thunderbolts comes out next week. And then um, Extraordinary X-Men came out this past Wednesday, and I haven't picked up that either. But I do have something that I finished. I mean, we all know that I was reading Infinity Watch last week, and I recommended that to y'all. And um, I found it within a collection on um, Comixology, uh, 
from my account, our account, the one that we share is four guys. Um, but we, I found it in there and I finished it out and it was the infinity gauntlet aftermath. Um, I read issues, I think 60 through 63 or 64 of silver surfer and with Ron Mars, who we've interviewed before and talked about Mm -hmm. with. And then also I, I finished out the infinity watch arc that was in there that went to issue six or seven. And um, if you remember last time when I left off, it was Pip running around being a drunk and getting captured and stealing jets and whatnot and everyone else. But by by the end of it all, they all got captured. They Adam Warlock realized he did not pick the best people <laughs> to uh, watch the you gym. You don't say. Yeah. And uh, each one of them gets captured while Adam Warlock's dealing with a half-brained higher evolutionary and um, it ended out being a really good story. Like there was the small arc at first. I, I guess you could call it a small arc where or I guess a build up to where he fought the guys trying to steal the high evolutionary. And then it never came back to the high evolutionary. It went to another guy known as the Omega. And we find out later on that the Omega isn't who we think it is. And it's actually a longtime older foe of Adam Warlock himself. And the whole thing is just Adam Warlock going and trying to stop his old foe, who I don't want to ruin. Because if I mention it, it's like almost the last issue that you find out who it is. And it really ties together a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, he comes in and uh, the Omega uses all the rest of the infinity gems besides Adam Warlock's soul stone to combine together to make an energy monster thing. And, um, it's like an entity of the rest of the stones and it's, it's angel Medina and Jim Starlin. And, um, it, it, it's great stuff. Uh, Jim Starlin lasts through the whole thing and it ended at six or seven where they all came together and they realized they needed to work it as a team. So this was like, up to six or seven was their first test run trying to separate and not work together. And now they come back together. Now the rest of the things, like I was saying was silver surfer. Now that's Ron Mars and Ron Lim and art Ron Lim's art. in it is just like phenomenal. Like I can't even begin to describe how wonderful the Ron Lim art is in it. And I mean, but overall art is great. Silver surfer issue showed a great example from Ron Mars in, I think the second or the last issue in this smaller arc, he gave silver surfer some uh, virus that was going to ravage the universe that drove him mad at the same time, but made him face himself. So you see like with Adam Warlock and Magus, like a reverse side, you see a reverse side to silver surfer. That's all the bad things in his life or all the sins he's committed. And he has to fight himself. But in the process, he gets help from Captain Marvel, the original one. And uh, it brings back Captain Marvel uh, to a point that like he's like, okay, we both must be dead because we know you're dead. And he's like explaining, hey, I I'm I'm sad that I didn't get to work with you and know you beforehand, but I respect you from the Silver Surfer to Marvel. And um, it, it kind of led me to believe that Mars kind of wanted to work with Captain Marvel, but didn't get the chance or didn't get it before Starling killed him off. And um, it's just a great story about how they team together in the dead zone, basically, to combat uh, the dark side of the Silver Surfer. He's like in a battle with himself, basically. And it's a good metaphor for him overcoming his demons. 
and it's three or four issue little arc. But I think it's Silver Surfer 60 to 63, 64. And um, overall, a lot of stuff happened in a short run. And I'm telling you, the, the art sells it by itself. I mean, Ron Mars is a great writer. We know that. But this is Lim when I guess he was still semi young ish in the comic industry for Marvel. And it really it, it feels like his peak at the same time. Well, All right, so Rusty, I got a quick question. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tim. Okay. So, um, so let's say Adam Warlock gave out the five stones. Um, now, just for shits and giggles, couldn't he have just like given the soul gem to somebody or whatever and use the time gem to go in time to see what's going to happen and realize it's not a good idea, then go back into the time and take it back? Well, that's the thing. They actually address it to where when he has the gauntlet on and he's like, I foresee the future and I think I can – change it basically him and eternity basically had an argument saying we both know this isn't going to end up well and he's like well with my i see that it will not end up well but with my changes basically that i have seen from the future i can make sure that this works out and it still didn't work out for him because you can't change the future they it what's going to happen is what's going to happen once he already predetermined that that laid out the future and he didn't realize it okay so it was addressed okay cool thanks yeah so, Rusty, uh, there was one thing real quick. We promised you that uh, me and Nova read something that we thought you were oh, going to be right. interested in. And we kind of teased you with it, but we never actually yeah. got to discuss it. So, real quick here, before we wrap things up tonight, um, the book that me and Nova want to recommend to you that we truly, honest to God, think you would enjoy is the rebirth um, of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. And there's only, what, three issues out? Four? Three total? issues, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you're not even that far behind. You can easily pick it up, check it out. But that right there, I'm telling you, I think me and Nova both agree that this book is right up your alley. Yeah. It's pure cosmic, secluded from all the other stuff going on. Yeah, you don't have to know um, anything and it, about Rebirth. It doesn't even feel like a DC book. It just straight up feels like a space cosmic drama action Crazy See, that's stuff. What, one of my favorite thing about older Marvel Cosmic is it had nothing to do with anything else that yeah. was going on at the time. It was like standalones yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's kind it of looks, so it sounds like it's yeah. right up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Oh, Guy, you will love Guy is just he's, he's Guy awesome. in it? Okay. Yeah, it's great. got like I don't think they that's showed cool. Kyle. I don't think they showed Kyle. No. Is Rainer's not, not in it? Kyle. No. They haven't but shown they got Hal, John, and Guy are the three that they've shown so far and kinda of hinted. Like I said, we're only three issues in, so it's got a ways to go. But Yeah. You recommend stuff to us all the time. I did go and read Extraordinary X-Men. I read all the issues that were out except for this new one that just dropped. So you got to do us a favor and read the three issues of uh, of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. I'll start tonight. All right. You got to make sure it's the right one because there's a few Green Lantern ones. So this one is the Hal Jordan and the That's Green Lantern Corps. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I mean, I, I've always thought Green Lantern was interesting, and obviously I like Guy because he's a badass, but yeah. Yeah, me and Nova literally both got done with issue three, and we were both kind of thinking, you know, I think Rusty'd really like this. And we're like, yep, yep, we got to bring this one up to him. So. And the art, my God, the art yes, is the so art is Who's doing the art incredible. for it? Rafa Sandoval. I think he did, he did Guardians 3000, I think. Yeah. I'm double checking right now, but it it just looks incredible. Super cool, super cool. I'm gonna have yeah. to check it out. 
Yep. So that's our recommendation to you and the rest of the people listening. Uh, we yes. don't want to exclude you from it. Uh, yeah, no, go check yeah. it out for sure. Very cool. All right. Well, I, guys, I think it's time we uh, pick up the old phone and give our guest interview a call. And that would be what? Who's that? Gary Mack. You guys are ready to give Gary a call? Yes, Let's sir. do this. Let's do it. All right. All right, everyone. So we are back for another episode of Four Guys in a Comic. And today we have a very special guest coming all the way from Canada, Gary Mack. Gary, how are you doing today? Not too bad. How you doing, guys? Doing, doing well, man. Doing yes. great. So, Gary, why don't you explain to all the people out there who exactly you are who have not heard of you before? I'm an indie writer, so... Uh... I basically uh, created a concept and uh, hired a few uh, independent artists uh, around the world, and uh, the story just uh, came from the heart. And I wanted to—I've always been—I've always been in love with the medium of comics, and uh, and I wanted to write something in the in a comic book way to encourage my youngest son to uh, to be the the best he could be, and that's uh, that's pretty much how all this started. And uh, now I'm creating comics. Uh, you know, but still part time. I wish I was doing it full time, uh, but now I seem to uh, be gaining some traction, and uh, I'm creating some new titles and uh, just going from there. You do a comic called Big Willie, and you said it was for your son. Now, um, what kind of I guess gave you the inspiration to uh, do this comic? Uh, my son uh, happened to be diagnosed with ADHD uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. And uh, in fact, I always knew there was something wrong, and but I mean, I never really pursued it. And teachers would say everything is fine, and and so I just went with the flow. And finally, I said, you know, you know, enough is enough, and I got to see what's going on with my boy. So I took him to a psychiatrist, and sure enough, he has ADHD and so and a few other learning disabilities as well. So uh, going to school for him is a challenge. Let's put it that way. And I realized at that point that. You know, something that I love, which was reading comic books as a kid, and, and I was a voracious reader as a, as a child, you know, all the books, all the sci-fi, that uh, he would never really be able to, to do that. So uh, he loves comic books, though. You know, I introduced him to the Incredible Hulk, and he loves the Hulk. And uh, he would look at the comics. He wouldn't read them. He would look at all the pictures. And that's what he did to, to try and understand the stories. And I figured I, I wanted him to read, and I, and I wanted to inspire him, and I wanted to do something. So I, I set out to uh, write a graphic novel series for him. And it, I mean, it, it originally started out to do a little mini-comic, uh, just something I could tell him, you know. I wanted to show him as well in the story that no matter what this, and I don't even want to call it a disability, this challenge that he has, no matter what, he's a hero to me. And so I wanted to portray him as a superhero in a comic book. So I would take his character traits and turn him into a positive thing. And so I wrote this graphic novel. Uh, well, in the end, it turned out to be a graphic novel. And now it's a four-part series graphic novel in the end. And uh, so I just basically wrote it for him to inspire him, to show him uh, that he is a hero, he's a superhero. And, and uh, yeah, we just, uh, we just went with it from there. See, that's, very cool. that's so cool, man. 
I mean, it's always cool. Like, I mean, there's people that do it for fun, but when you're giving it back and you kind of have like a background and a purpose to why you're creating it, I mean, it adds a little something extra to it. Yeah, I, I it did. Uh, again, I, I, I tried to I start off as a mini comic, but I got really into it myself. And uh, I there were so many elements that I want to add to it that um, yeah, I, I just it's been basically a two year full time commitment uh, to get this made and then to promote it and to get it out there. And uh, my son, actually, as a matter of fact, it's it's amazing that you that we're talking now because it was just uh, two nights ago that he actually sat down and read the big really graphic novel, the first part, the first book, from beginning to end. And actually read it, actually read it, and I know that he read it because he would turn to me and laugh and say, "Is this, is this because of me? Is this, is this how you? Is this how I am?" I'd be like, "Yes, son, that's exactly how you are." And he would laugh, and he he was engaged, and he actually read the book. And again, I don't know if you would know any children that are ADHD or have learning disabilities. If they're able to sit down and read something, uh, that's amazing. It's a huge and achievement. So Part of me. That's a huge achievement. To- it, it was for me. It was anyway, yeah. and, and and the fact that he loved it, and he said to me, "You know, that's the best thing." Because the next morning he came and he saw me, and I, I, again, I, I know this might sound cheesy, but this is a whole family thing. It's a big family dynamic. It's been two years of our lives that have been creating this. He came in the morning and he and he hugged me and he says, "You know, Dad, that was fantastic," and that just that alone, even if I lose my shirt making this graphic novel, that alone is worth everything. Oh, so, definitely. You know, yeah, I don't. Do you guys have children? Oh yes, I have three: uh, six, eight, and ten. Yep, I am okay. childless. <laughs> Likewise. Okay, so I'm not sure who the lucky one there is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now I love every minute of it. Now I understand that a portion of your sales from Big Willie also donate uh, go out to help benefit children with learning disabilities. Correct, yeah. Eventually, when there's actually money coming in, <laughs> once they start promoting it and selling it, and, and, yeah. and I don't know if you guys know how challenging it is in the indie community to, to, to get awareness of your book for people to actually buy yes. it, um, but uh, once money comes in, yeah, we, I'm working with a company called Bryden Marketing, and mm-hmm. the plan is it's a, a percentage. And we haven't figured all that out, but yes, we are definitely want to give back because this was inspired because of something, and we, we definitely want to give back, so... Once money comes in, once money is generated, there's going to be a percentage. What that is, how much, I have absolutely no idea because we're not quite there yet. So, so yeah, we're definitely giving back. Well, it sounds like you'll be there soon. Now, um, for somebody that wants to pick up Big Willie, where can they go to get it? Uh, right now, it's on my website, uh, gcomics.com, G-E-E-comics.com. And there's a little shop button, and you basically just can pick it up there, and, uh, and I'll ship it off to you. So. Cool. All right. Well, how about a little synopsis of Big Willie to help our listeners out? <laughs> well, um, well, in, in short, he's a big naked dude that uh, has a big Willie. All the time. <laughs> That's Big Willie. I mean, obviously, yes. Obviously, I have fun with the double entendre of Big Willie uh, because Big Willie it, it came up, actually. That's what I called my son. That's his nickname, uh, Evan Big Willie. Well, his name is Evan William McDowell. And like Mac is, a, is an acronym. My, my full name is McDowell. So it's Evan William McDowell. And I call him Big Willie. So it's Evan Big Willie McDowell. So it's not like I just came up with this title out of thin air. I used to call him Big Willie uh, because he's very athletic and he's very strong. And, uh, you know, we just, it just, we, we just rolled with it. So um, 
<laughs> no, what was the question now? <laughs> synopsis of the book. The, the synopsis, yeah. That's, so the big, I, I'm going to get off track all the time because there's so many things that I did with this that is so purposeful and meaningful to us as a family. But anyway, um, so yeah, so the synopsis is a big naked dude that kicks supervillains' butts. Now, and, and, and then I say that because I have to write something that would engage my 13-year-old son. So this story... Like my young, my boy would run around the house naked. So again, that's a little character trait that I added. And he's a guy that runs around naked. And the reason why he runs around naked is, you know, the old thing about how do how do super villains keep their super suits on when they're fighting crime and they're getting, you know, laser shot at them and fire bolts at them. And I kind of play on that a little bit. And the guy just gives up wearing a super suit. So that's how it all. I think you guys read the chapter one, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So. Anyway, so he, uh, so so basically, it's a it's a guy that uh, you know, he he just kicks butt the whole way through, and again, and I and I just say there's more to it obviously than that. It starts getting into the part this part two, book two. You have the uh, the supervillain, and that's the story about the the guy he fights in the end. His name is the Indomitable Brute, and then book three goes into the backstory of why uh, Big Willie you know kills all these supervillains. Uh, and why they killed all these uh, true heroes, I call them, not superheroes. And then in book four, it wraps everything up. Mm-hmm. But in short, the, the the first book, I just wanted it to be more of like an Incredible Hulk feel, because uh, that's how my son uh, you know, identifies with. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, so I just had to write it so that there's a lot of fighting and a lot of sound effects and, uh, and just push the story along like that. So... It's a romp. It's funny. It's fun, and uh, and it's a really cool art done by a guy named uh, Chucky Tanero. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him before. Um, myself, I have not. No. Okay. This guy, he's a, a fantastic talent, and uh, if you pick up the book, you'll see that. And uh, he was, I chose him because he was able to write, you know, to, to illustrate Big Willie, big. He made him very big, and yeah. uh, it, it was just fun. It, it's a fun romp, is what it is. Yeah, it's a fun read. And yeah, uh, and I can art... tell you. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Domi. Take. I was just gonna say I can tell you guys had a lot of fun coming up with some of these uh, parody characters, and it's just a <laughs> yeah, fun world to jump into. Seriously. Yeah, definitely. There were some parts in it I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome because as comic readers yourselves, you can pick up on that, right? Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And and that, even some that, of the old jokes between uh, Duperman and the Invisible Man. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course, yeah, exactly. Superman and Wonder Woman and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I included all that in because again, I, I was a comic reader. I still am, and uh, these it was it's something I just think is it's great fun. So yeah, all the parodies of all the uh, it's mostly Marvel characters that I parody quite a lot, and uh, yeah, it's uh, if you if you could actually identify what all the villains who they actually are I, that that's amazing that would be great i'm seeing one in a tutu right now okay i wanted to ask about that actually because <laughs> i noticed something that just kind of stuck out to me obviously okay he talks too much so he is a spoof of our friend that may happen to be a certain merc with a mouth Okay. There you go. Yep. But I noticed something in the artwork, okay? And I don't know if this was purposely done or what, but I noticed all the feet in the uh, issue are pretty well done, except for this character. 
his feet look a little wonky compared to everybody else. And I was wondering if you knew if this might have been a little spoof on a certain creator. Oh, really? No, I didn't pick up on that. Nope. No, all the feet are great, no except for yeah. this this one character's feet are the only ones that look a little awkward. But everyone else's feet look great. So I caught this and I was well, like, ooh. There's a good chance that maybe the artist did do that uh, purposely because, I, I mean, I gave free reign to him. Uh, I didn't go all the way to the Marvel method, but uh, you can look between the Marvel method and the DC. I gave him descriptions of each panel and uh, I wrote the story for him to follow, but he basically... He created these uh, characters. Chucky created the characters, uh, and I told him to have fun. That, that's the main thing I say to my artists. You know, I, we're, we're just here. You're doing me a favor. You're helping me out, and I'm helping you out to expose your work, that kind of thing. And uh, I just say have fun. So he might have been uh, he might have been playing around with it for sure. I didn't notice it though. Oh, you're gonna have yeah. to go back and look yourself then, and you probably will understand what I mean. I didn't notice it either. Now I'm looking at the panels that now that you brought that up, Rusty. And you're right. It does look like a uh, certain uh mr field's work (laughs) (laughs) we all know who you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) this is cool you know i know and i just thought about this like you know when your son gets a little bit older even pretty soon now when he goes to meet girls he can you know say yeah have you read my comic big willie you know, I'm a naked superhero with my big willy. I mean, check it out. Well, it's got a good, good pickup line. Damn right, man. You can have fun with this. You know, that's the whole thing about this is that just have fun with it and roll with it. Yeah, and I've, I've got to say that the book is a ton of fun, um, which isn't something. I mean, there's a lot of comics and they're great storytelling, but they're overly serious. But this is a great story. You got a compelling character as well, but it's also funny at the same time. And it's just it's just fun, which is what comics really have been sort of missing as lately. Um, and it's all here. I mean, you got you got the complete package here. Nah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to kid you. There's there's a part in the in the chapter three where it gets a little bit serious, but I needed yeah. to put something in there to to bring out the the the, the second character, which which is Big Willie Sun comes. And actually, this is what's funny too, guys. This is hilarious. Yeah, you haven't gotten there yet, but I'll, I'll let you know that Big Willie ends up having a son, and I name him Wee Willie, W-E-E <laughs> Willie. Okay, so Big Willie, I have two boys. I have a I have a 16 year old who's six foot four, tall child, big kid, and I have my younger son Evan, which the book is about. So Wee Willie's name is Ethan, which is my older son's name, uh, and poor guy. and my and my older son is six foot four and a big guy. So again, these are like little things that we as a family know, but people who read it may not necessarily pick up on it. I mean, there's enough for other readers out there that they're going to pick up some fun stuff, but there's also a lot in there that is really directed towards my kids. So, Very cool. (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool, very cool. Now, you've done a couple other titles. Uh, uh, Super and Duper, I believe, is another one of yours. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, that's going to be a four-part uh, comic book series. Big Willie is a four-part graphic novel series. Super and Duper will be a four-part uh, uh, comic series. And, and Super and Duper, again, this is, you know, this is stuff that I, I really picked up on with my children. I, I made little videos. I used to make, uh, back in the day, I, I would win a ton of swag making like creative videos, uh, doing little, little artist uh, little pictures or taking photographs. Was, you know, there's a big community for co- creative contests out there. And at one time, I, I picked up uh, my video camera and I made little superhero vignettes with my children, and it was called Super and Duper Adventures. And I wrote these little stories, 
And I, and I wrote a, I banked a ton of stories back in the day, but I never did anything with them. I wrote, I, I shot about five videos, and uh, and they're online on YouTube. Uh, I don't, I think it's Super Duper Adventures is, is, is where you can find them. Uh, but again, that was me, just for me and the kids mostly. So, anyways, I, I took these stories that I wrote then, and I turned them into little short stories. So there's like four short stories per comic book, and again, it's based on my experiences with my children as they when they were younger, when they were like. Uh, years old and eight years old so when you read super and duper it's a family you know oriented comic book anybody could pick this up and have fun so basically it's for the father who wants to read to little johnny and a comic book before going to bed this is the perfect 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 comic book for them and i know again if you read the first chapter it's it's uh it's absolutely hilarious i think anyway <laughs> i think it's so funny and everyone who has read it before in fact a lot of people kind of say they they kind of prefer the super duper than Big Willie because Super Duper is a little more innocent. It's a little more, you know, the humor. Like you guys, you might like Big Willie more because there's a lot more references that you can pick up on, stuff like that. But people who don't necessarily read comic books will like Super Duper more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I won't lie. I have not uh, had a chance to read Super Duper, so I was kind of curious. Um, does Super, du- Super Duper and uh, Big Willie, are they within, like, the same universe? Uh, I do. I did make a little um, a little short where they, uh, there was a crossover. Uh, they can share the same universe in the future. Yes, mm-hmm. I, 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 I haven't planned on that. I haven't gotten that far yet, but they can share the same universe. I made a little short. It was a, it was actually a San Diego Comic Con exclusive this year. So, and it was a crossover between Big Willie and Super Duper. So I got the uh, I got the rubber stamp from San Diego Comic Con to uh, to give them an exclusive, and that's what I did. Awesome. So that's something that I wanted to bring up too. Since we're already on the subject of San Diego Comic Con, how was your experience there this year? Oh, last year I went. Last year I didn't have anything to present. Last year I went as a fan, and when I went as a fan, I learned a ton. I went to all the panels to learn about what it takes to be an indie creator, looking to break into the business, and you know, the one thing I actually got from all that was uh, you have to have passion. And it, it was the mantra that just kept being spoken over and over and over again. And I knew that I had that because I was doing this for my children. And I mean, I, if, when you're doing something for who you love, it's, you know, that's a lot of passion right there. So I knew I was going to have a product in the end that was going to be, you know, hopefully it was going to be pretty good for people to, to purchase. But uh, so this year, though, I had an exclusive that was there. And, and Brighton Marketing, which is who I've been working with, uh, had it at the con and, uh, and was uh, selling it, you know, was giving it away for free when people buy the Big Willie book. So uh, I wasn't able to make it because it was a, my parents' 50th anniversary. They had booked a, a trip uh, overseas with the whole family, and they had booked that before San Diego Comic Con. Said, "Okay, we're having it on the third weekend of July this year instead of the first one of the first two weekends of July." So I wasn't able to go, but you know, in the end, it's okay. I'm at Fan Expo this year, and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be in the Artist Alley at Fan Expo in in Toronto this year. That's great. Hopefully, hopefully, I can make it out for that. Yeah, who, uh, you from? Which one's from Toronto here? I'm from Toronto. Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you do you go to the Fan Expo every year? Um, I haven't gone, and you know, with work now, who knows? But I I got to try. I got to try. Um, isn't it? Isn't it like the size of uh, San Diego now? It probably is. I I have no idea, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it was as big as a San Diego Comic Con because I know it's uh it's got a lot of focus as well on anime and manga and stuff and that brings a, a whole bunch of people in so 
Yeah, I think comics uh, at these kind of, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a Comic-Con anymore, right? It's, yeah, no, uh, no. No, exactly. Yeah, anyway. it's not, you know. yeah you got to go for, uh, I think it was in March this year, the Toronto Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Next time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of which, you've got, uh, for the people that don't know, GEEComics.com is the official website of your uh, publishing company. And yep. you've got actually a bunch of stuff on here. Um, yeah, it I looks like you you got some things, uh, a bunch of projects uh, mixing around. Uh, yeah, I've tried to uh, work really hard because uh, I was inspired as well making Big Willie and Super and Duper. And uh, I've tried really hard to build up relationships with the indie community out there. And uh, I have some, uh, I think, I have some titles that are being worked on with other writers. I basically wrote a lot of shorts that I'm just posting for free. And, uh, you know, I, I, I invested uh, the money into hiring artists and colorists and, and, and to, to help me out. And I just want to show the kind of work that I can do. And, uh, and I've actually given a lot of these titles up to, to other writers and other, uh, if you go on my Facebook page, in fact, you'll see something I posted today. And uh, I'm basically trying to get everybody involved. I'm trying to form a group together uh, that we can make a little bit of noise. So uh, aside from Super, Super and Duper and Big Glory, there's one that I'm, I'm really uh, invested a lot of time in. It's called Wojo. And uh, it's basically a little uh, fun take on uh, One Punch Man. So uh, as, as opposed to One Punch Man, this, this character is invulnerable. So my hope is to make it popular enough to see him fight One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. It's a. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Considering um, One Punch is I pretty guess. intense. Let's <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> Good stuff. I haven't. I actually haven't had a chance to see the uh, the new cartoon. No, I, I've I've actually read the the manga. I haven't seen the show. The show is pretty good. Okay. I like the show. You won't be disappointed. I've heard with good it. things. Yeah, I've actually heard good things about it. So, very cool. So, you've mentioned before, you know, that the comics have always been a thing of yours. Who are some of the comic characters and other comic creators that you uh, read growing up? Well, the one that I was definitely inspired by, and I think many people my age, uh, was Frank Miller. Uh, when he came out with The Dark Knight, uh, it really impacted the way I looked at comics. It just wasn't uh, what it was anymore. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I read a lot of the, the, you know, the Incredible Hulks, the Superman titles, uh, Spider-Man, X-Man. Uh, one of the artists that I, that, uh, I really thought was, uh, was a game changer was Joe Mad. I thought he was uh, fantastic. I just wish he would out a little bit more <laughs> he, <does. laughs> he can't meet the deadlines yeah that, that was his problem there. Right, well, um, I mean one guy just passed away which uh, I was uh, really enamored with I thought he was a really nice guy as well and uh, people kind of didn't look at him as a great creator but uh, I do remember his work when I was reading the again Incredible Hawk was always my thing and uh, with Herb Trimpick you guys remember Herb Trimpey at all? No, I'm, it's not ringing a bell. Uh, yeah. He's actually the creator of Wolverine. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Well, speak up, Rusty, if you know who we're talking about. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, 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 I knew who you were talking about. But, you know, so would you say that, you know, I guess you saying like Herb Trip and creating Wolverine, uh, you liked Hulk, uh, just who would you say now is currently are some people that you would like to work with? If you could, say like a dream artist. Oh, my dream artist. Uh, there's so many good ones out there. Uh, yeah. oh, you're catching me off guard here. I'm full <laughs> of curveballs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, now, isn't it Frank Cho that's uh, making those wonderful Wonder Woman picks right now? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, um, yeah. geez, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've been so invested with the indie community. I mean, there's a guy which I almost hired. Uh, and again, it's someone that you probably don't know of. I just love his work. He's a, uh, he's a Filipino artist, a Filipino artist named Jimbo Salgado. And uh, he's fantastic to me. Um, I mean, Tim Sale, I, I, I kind of like him. Uh, yeah. Jeez, guys, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, uh, you know, give me Jim Lee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, start right? from the top, let's start from the top, let's start from the top down here, guys. Three, Good yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, well, I said Joe Mad before. I, I, I again, I, I love his work. Uh, uh, you know, I think, I think he's fantastic to be honest with you. But uh, you know, he doesn't put out any comic books, so. <laughs> yeah. Now, now um, what were? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say. Uh, how about uh, your triumphant return of the freak with no filter, the lunatic with no lollipop, the killer with no conscience, the joke with no job, Loopy? Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that intro to it. That that was a nice, a clever write-up. <laughs> so what's going on with uh, Loopy? Well, that's right now being illustrated. It's a one-shot deal. Um, it's being illustrated by a fellow by the name of Gahar Butler and uh, another fantastic artist, uh, and uh, he's definitely taking his time with the work because uh, the quality of his of his uh, pages have been fantastic. He's doing his own coloring as well. Oh wow! And so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably release that next year, uh, in between book one and book two. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a grand plan of releasing the books every three months, but again, as an indie, you need a little bit of money rolling in to invest in into continuing mm-hmm. uh, the next book. So uh, the next book is uh, is almost finished now. Book two is almost finished in terms of being illustrated. And so it will be done for next year. And before that's released, I'll be releasing Loopy. Now, uh, Loopy, it starts off as a one-shot. It definitely could become a series in the future. And, and again, I can only stress this. As an indie creator, I, I don't want to look too far in the future and say what's mm-hmm. going to happen because I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. These characters need to find an audience. Uh, I still need to find an audience for, for this. I still need to find a demographic that's going to like my work. Uh, so I'm working on that to, to promote. So, uh, but Loopy will be out there. It's uh, it's a, it's 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 the title says it all. And as you said, it's a, you know it's a cross between let's say the market with the mouth and the and the and the Joker. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I I kind of play on both a little bit. And uh, yeah, so it's a yeah, call him an antihero in the end, I guess. I wanted to ask um, a lot of indie comics are put up on comiXology have you 
um, ever thought about doing that or is that something maybe in the future once you have a bit more stuff than you have now? Yes, once I settle in a little bit more, comicology is definitely on my radar. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be going yeah. di- digital for sure. Because I know a lot of our listeners freaking love comicsology just because it's all there on their phone. Um, and I think it's, I mean, there's we always see indie stuff on there. Uh, and it's, I, you know, it, it's it's another way to sort of sort of spread the wealth and, and you know expand the audience, I guess. Yeah, I'm taking my time. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a 44 year old year old guy. I, I'm a little bit partial to print. Um, I so hear I you would, there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to try and push that first. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, I, I think as I think we all know that you need to go digital, uh, you know, in today's market. So um, it's something that I'm definitely going to do. I just don't, I don't exactly know when I'm going to release it like that, but uh, it is coming. And, uh, you know, I, I still have to go to, a, you know, cons. I've got to build up uh, an audience and i got to, you know, spread the word more. I mean, I, I, I'm right in the throes of things right now, just trying to, you know, get people excited and, and, and do that kind of thing. So, it, you know, and that's a shame too, by the way. I mean, I, my, my first love is writing. It, my, it, I didn't come into this to, to, to be a promoter <laughs> or, 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 you know, or, or marketing or selling, you know, that, but again, as an indie, you have to wear many hats. So, uh, and so the, the shame of it all is I'm actually, you know, right now it's impossible for me to even write. I got to put food on the table and then at night, all I seem to be doing is on social media trying to spread the word. And, uh, you know, but again, I guess we all have to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully people check this, check your books out because they're, I mean, just from what we've read with Big Willie and Super and Duper, I personally had a lot of fun and I thought they were great reads. Um, like I Like I mentioned earlier, you know, you get like everything and you have fun while reading a story about a character that, you know, is actually unique and a sort of a play of course on other characters but uh i mean i'm looking forward to seeing more well that's fantastic thank you so much you know that really you know that kind of when i hear those kind of things it kind of makes my day because at least i know uh what i'm doing is, is worth it so great the, the, the willy joke the willy jokes made my day and of course <laughs> the love it's always good to see the love when a when, an, when a creator you can tell that they're extremely passionate about what they're doing it adds enjoyment to the book itself as well. Oh, that's great. You know, I, I sometimes worry that I'm coming across as sounding a little too cheesy about it, but I'm actually like uh-huh. extremely honest about it, you know, because yeah. this, this, never, this never would have happened without my son, so I actually have to thank him as well. Well, your labor of lover of Fort has definitely shown through. It's a uh, wonderful title. Everybody get out there, check it out. Go to geecomics.com. Um, you can order it there. You can get Big Willie, and I think you can pre-order the other books right now. Is that correct? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes. So you can get those pre-ordered. Well, you, you can order Super and Duper and Big Willie right now. Yes. Yes. And there are some free books out there for you folks who need a little taste of uh, Gary G. Max writing, which is very good. You should trust our word first of all. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, there's some great stuff to check out there, like uh, Super Dick, which I'm guessing is like uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, should uh, be yes. should be a lot of fun. Yeah, just exactly. based on it the is. title. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think I'll have a little bit of fun with that one. No doubt about it. Yeah. 
Awesome, awesome. Gotta love indie writing. Gotta love it. My favorite. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap everything up. You know, Gary, we really appreciate you coming on, talking about your uh, stuff with us, and really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me. So thank you. It was awesome talking to you. Hopefully, we can have you on sometime when maybe when Loopy drops or whenever. You know, just uh, just hit us up. Anytime, man. Guys, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, awesome. man. Thanks again. Thanks, Gary. All right, Gary, you have a good, good night. You too. Cheers. You know the feeling? You flip that page and there's nothing but ads. Aw, oh, damn. You've come to the end of another show. Thanks for joining us. Four Guys wants to thank you for listening and they want to hear about you. That's right, guys. Pick up your cell phones and call 682-422-6642. That's 682-4-A-Comic. We want to hear what you have to say. What's your favorite book? What do you think about Tap's sexy voice? And most importantly, what's going to happen next in all your favorite series? Tell us what you think and you could be featured on the next issue of Four Guys in a Comic. Thanks a lot. Take care.